hey everyone, working from home these days is pretty common because of the coronavirus outbreak. And if you're looking for simple ways to keep or even improve your productivity, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Do More Podcast. I'm Anderson, and today I'm gonna to teach you the three keys to winning at working from home. Let's get started. First off, if you're listening, you're probably happy that you don't have to dress up every day or that no one's on your case about showing up late or having to look at people that you don't like working with. But at the end of the day, keeping your job and making an impact is much more than that. It's about how productive you are, how much you contribute relative to your expectations. So as great as wearing PJs and working whenever you want sounds, the trade-off can get you into a hole pretty fast. I'm sure some of you listening found out pretty quick that you suck at managing your time and staying focused from home. And I don't blame you. How do you turn your home from a relaxation station to a success city? It's about having a game plan, a schedule, and the self-respect to follow through. It's that simple. Look, I've worked from home for almost my entire professional life, teaching high school online, running my company, being the director of another one, and contracts for a bunch of other entities. And throughout this time, I've learned three major steps to winning my day and maintaining a desirable work-life balance. Follow these three simple steps and adapt them to your situation and you'll be golden. The three keys are setting yourself up, sticking to your schedule, and following up. So I'll say that one more time. Setting yourself up, setting your schedule, and following up. So let's begin with number one. Let's talk about how to start your day so that you can avoid those rabbit holes. You ever sit down without a plan and notice that, oh, you'll just do the first thing that comes to your mind, and then you start doing it, and then maybe another thing pops up, and maybe you get distracted, and next thing you know, it's maybe noon or one o'clock, and you haven't really felt like you've accomplished anything at all in that day. Pretty common feeling. I'm here with you. I'm right there with you. It's a pretty common feeling. But there's a way for us to avoid that. So let's first talk about that initial transition. A lot of us have been used to working at an office or a workplace outside of their home, and now we're confined to our places. So how do we turn this thing right around? Well, the first thing is don't switch up your morning routine. Whatever morning routine you had before that kept you successful, hey, keep it. You want to keep it. So I usually wake up an hour before I begin. You know, that's how long it usually takes me to really wake up and get those wheels going in my brain. And again, I have my regular morning routine. You know, I'll make my breakfast. Um, usually I go to the gym beforehand if I can. Uh, you know, my coffee. Now, <laughs> if you're used to grabbing coffee on your commute to work, you know, sorry, Bucky, you're not going to be able to grab Starbucks. So you should probably learn how to make coffee. You know, maybe grab a French press or something. and Really get used to that. Uh, dressing up. Sure. You know, packing lunch again. Sure. You can start your day off again, the entire regular way you've been doing it your whole life. When it comes to dressing up, sometimes I do it. Most times I don't like 99% of the time I don't dress up from home. And that's because I don't really associate how I dress with my performance anymore. But for those of us who are used to going into an office, I would recommend still dressing up in some way, shape or form. You know, you don't have to go full blown suit and tie or that full business casual. But you know, maybe some a jean, you know, a pair of jeans and a polo or something. Just kind of give your mind the idea that you're still going to work. Because if you completely try to shift everything all at once, more often than not, it really just doesn't go well. So again, just to repeat this, you know, still keep your morning routine. Just adjust whatever you need to because of this coronavirus outbreak. So keep your morning routine. Pretty simple, right? Now let's go ahead and talk about your workstation. Some of us may have a work desk that we can go to 
Some of us might need to use the kitchen table. Some people have other things or other means. But what you wanna do is you wanna make sure that you're using a workplace that you can disconnect from the things that you do every day inside of your home. So for me, I actually am fortunate enough to have my own office space. But before I had this office space, I had a desk in my room when I used to live in another area. And for two years, I did it like that. And I can tell you right now, the first year was honestly, it was hell. Because I slept where I worked and I woke up technically at work. And, you know, it really took a toll on me until I learned how to manage myself better. Because I found myself working all day, every day when I didn't have to. So this here today, these three keys are what I've used to get myself out of these ruts, out of these holes, out of these rabbit holes. And I want to really give it to you so that you can benefit from my experience. So again, pick a work desk, a kitchen table, or anywhere that has enough space similar to what you have at your office. But at the end of the day, you got to work with what you got. So if all you have is a, a three by three table, hey, sure, go ahead. But once you pick out your workstation, once you have that thing set up, this is where you're going to put gas in your tank and turn on the GPS. So the first thing that I want you to do every single day, the first thing you need to do is list out your priorities. What needs to get done today? What needs to get done this week? What about this month? And if you have the time, hey, do the same for your personal life. Maybe you need to check on your bills later on today. Maybe you need to check X, Y, and Z, whatever it is. Go ahead and outline that. And if you need to mix in your personal life, like walking your dog or other things like that, no shame in that. It's supposed to be part of your day. So you want to make sure that you list things out. Meetings, deadlines, conference calls, whatever it is. List out anything that is already scheduled and already part of your day. That way, nothing surprises you. The one thing I hate is really starting my day thinking that I have a solid plan only to get punched in the mouth because I forgot about some meeting that I had or some deadline that needed to get met. So make sure you list everything out at the beginning of your day. Again, you're really, what you're doing right now is turning on your GPS. You're listing all the points that you need to hit today. Because I think that we can all agree that it's a lot easier to hit a target that we can outline and see. I'm gonna sound like a broken record over this, but you have to list your priorities for the day before you get started. This is how you can avoid going into those rabbit holes, like I said. You can avoid sitting at your desk and then just doing the first thing that pops up and then the next thing and then the next thing and then realizing that you had a set of tasks that were way more important than what you got roped into doing. So again, step number one is about starting your day and avoiding those rabbit holes. Find your morning routine or continue it the best way that you can. Next, you gotta pick that workstation. I like to pick my work desk, my office space, but for those of us less fortunate, you know, maybe using your kitchen table, using a desk that's just in the corner in the living room or something like that. But try not to work at your bed. Try not to work anywhere where you're used to being really a lot more often than you normally are anywhere else, like your couch or other places. So again, morning routine, keep it the same, adjust what you need to, get that workstation set up, and then begin by listing your priorities. You wanna list everything out because you're making that checklist. You're basically saying, these are my targets for the day and I know I'm done if I hit these targets. But you need to be as reasonable as possible. You need to understand that some tasks that are familiar will be pretty quick. Things that are new 
you want to give yourself a little more time with those. And with projects, well, you know, maybe that won't be a task that you can say, oh, that's definitely half an hour. So with projects, you want to make sure you outline those mini steps therein, but you want to give yourself a certain amount of time to work on what you can in that time frame, and then pick up where you left off in the next session. So there's a key difference here. There are tasks that you know how much time will take and those where you are uncertain. And you need to understand which of those tasks are which so that you can plan your day accordingly. So this is Leadership 101, but technically we're applying it to ourselves. We are outlining clearly defined goals. That was step number one. Now, step number two is about respecting your time and yourself by sticking to your schedule. So here's the thing. If you have your day set up where you're working from 8 a.m. until noon, and then that's when your lunch break starts, well, you're working all the way up until noon. Seriously, respect your time. If you finish early, check it off, pat yourself on the back, you did a good job. Now start on the next task or next priority until your next break. And once that break time actually comes, you need to remove yourself and get away. I'm going to tell you right now, you know, my experience, I've had such a hard time, you know, really scheduling myself out, but sticking to that schedule and then stopping on time and then switching tasks. Honestly, that's the toughest part about my day because I get so into a rhythm when I start something and I, and I get that groove going that it's hard to get myself away from my computer and my desk. But making sure that you respect your time and removing yourself when you said that you'd remove yourself, that is going to pay off a thousand times over. Here's why. When you made your plan for the day, it was less stressful or you were less stressed than you are when you're about to be finished with a task or right before you get onto a break. Your mindset's completely different. You're focusing on exactly what you need to do as opposed to when you started your day, you had a clear head, you were looking at everything as a whole, and you said, hey, this is the plan for the day. This is my blueprint for success. So now it's up to you to follow your own set of rules because your mindset, your mindset has shifted from planning to doing. And so when it comes time for break, do your break, get away, relax. And there's another major benefit to only relaxing during breaks because when you're done, you're done. Like let's say you check off everything that you had to do in one day. That's great. You want to finish on time. You don't want to work beyond that 5 p.m. timestamp. You don't want to work into the night. You know, I struggled with that early on. I worked from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. on an average day. Most times I worked more than that. I would wake up at 4 a.m. usually and I would work well through 9.30 p.m. when I was tutoring. And I was able to work that much because I scheduled everything out. But more often than not, there were times where I would work a little more than I should have, or maybe I would cut into a break. And sometimes maybe I took too much of a break. It's gonna happen, everybody. You gotta listen to yourself. Things happen, but that does not mean that you can't get better. So this is not a perfect you know, on-off switch. This is not either you're on schedule or not. You wanna stick as close to your schedule as possible. So it's a spectrum, it's not, again, it's not on off. So if you find yourself relaxing a little longer than that 15 minute, 30 minute break that you gave yourself, don't worry. Don't say that all the hope is lost and the whole day's done. You know, I've been there too. I've been there where I've taken a break a little longer than I should have and I kind of just let it roll over into the entire day. <laughs> I've been there guys, I really have. But the idea is to get better every single day. 
and realizing when you're not sticking to your schedule. And the first thing in being able to realize it is writing it out, scheduling your stuff out, whether it's your calendar, your planner, whatever it is, scheduling everything is going to help you stick to everything. So again, don't relax until it's your time to relax. Don't relax until your day is done. If you set your schedule up for 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., you're done at 5 p.m. You want to work to live, not live to work. And I almost forgot, you know, this is a pretty interesting point too. uh, talking about your phone, really. For me, I have my phone on do not disturb all day. I always do. You know, I have it on do not disturb and I with my iPhone, I have it so that other people, uh, there are certain exceptions like coworkers or people that I'm working with that day um, or friends or or, uh, significant others that I know are just as busy as me. So I'll know that this person isn't going to blow me up all day, right? I want to make sure that the environment that you place yourself in is conducive to success. And that means shutting out some people that may not be conducive to your success. You know, they're still going to be there at 5 p.m. Once you're done, you can text them or during your lunch break or during that mini break that you schedule. You can get to everybody, but just make sure that you're prioritizing your nine to five the right way. Because at work, your manager makes you comply with not using your phone and not getting distracted. At home, you are your own manager and you're going to have to get used to that pretty quick if you expect any sort of success here. So before we get into that third key, let's just recap one more time. Step one, set yourself up. So complete your morning routine and make your priority list. Understand your schedule, what needs to get done today and when it's getting done. Step two, this is where you're sticking to your schedule. This is where you're eliminating your distractions and sticking again to that schedule. It's important that we stick to that schedule because we work a lot harder when we're intentional about using the time that we have. So let's move in to topic or key number three, closing up shop. How do we end our day? So let me just give you an example of what I do. I usually take the last 30 minutes of my day, whether it's 4.30 p.m., whether it's 6.30 p.m., whatever I scheduled my day out for, you know, in that day, the last 30 minutes of my day, that's my final call for emails. This is where I check those boxes off, my priorities, my list. This is where I understand that, hey, if I didn't complete something, well, that's got to be the first thing I do tomorrow. And then I want to start outlining what's coming up next. And you can totally schedule tomorrow now or you can do it before you begin your next day. For me, I found that I can maintain productivity and maintain a healthy work-life balance in a really happy way when I finish my day by planning the next. Again, I finish my day by planning the next. So once I do all of that, you know, once I check all of those emails and once I check off everything and schedule the next day, I'm done. And the thing is, when we're at our corporate office or that actual physical work location that you usually go to, leaving the front door is usually your way of saying, I'm done. But when you're at home, it's not so easy because you're still in the same physical space. And so mentally, you have to get yourself out of that space. I'll be real with you. You know, I am usually in work mode for at least another hour after I'm done working. And it's an everyday struggle or process to get better at removing my mind from my work when I'm done. But I'm still working on it. And things that I found that work are conditioning yourself mentally that you're done. So for some of us, that might look like an end of the day beer. 
for some of us, you know, whether it's your medicinals or going out for that dog walk or making that phone call to mom or your spouse or whatever it may be, hey, do it. Condition yourself to do something like that every day. Something that shows yourself, hey, I am done for the day. Close your laptop, store everything away until tomorrow. Make it easy to get to so that your setup isn't, you know, five hours long. But condition yourself to be done. So if it's making sure that you have your dinner ready at that time or whatever it is, again, you need something, anything to let your mind know that you are done. Because if you repeat that every day, after about a week or so, you know that you're done and it's a lot easier to transition into your personal life. So I'll tell you right now, like <laughs> when I used to work from home, uh, it, especially my old place where I had my desk in my room, it was pretty apparent that I was having some trouble at first because although I was done with my day, you know, I was working those 12 hour days, my mind wasn't done. I would have some lucid dreams about work and it's like I never left. And again, like I said, it took a toll on me. And if I can help you figure that out as quickly as you can, you know, maybe it'll take you a week, maybe a couple days. I'm hoping it's on the shorter end. But again, just make sure that you have that routine set up at the beginning of the day and at the end. So what do you think? What do you think about setting your day up, finding that workstation, setting those habits up, your priorities, your list, your schedule, sticking to that schedule, only relaxing when it's time to relax. I think for me that that's the hardest part. Really finding that will and that self-respect to always stick to that schedule. It's not always going to happen. Some days you might forget to plan, but that's okay. Again, it's about hitting as many of these check boxes as you can. And the first thing, first and foremost, is always planning that day. If you know that you're only doing one thing that day or one major project, then your plan's going to be quick. But at least sit down and write it down. Because when it's time to close up shop, you can turn around, reflect on what you've done, and feel good about what you've accomplished without that anxiety of ending your day and thinking, oh man, I could have done more, I could have done more. Look, of course you can do more. Of course you can always do more. But it's about doing what you can with the time you have because your health is more important than your job. And that mainly includes your mental health. So again, you know, some of the pros of working from home are being able to dress how you like, having that flexible schedule, which is also a con, because again, if you don't know how to manage yourself, <laughs> that's gonna suck. Less distractions, which again is, could be, a, you know, it could be a con as well because it's less human to human interaction. If you're an introvert, well, this is your lucky, uh, I guess, apocalypse. But finishing early is definitely a pro because if you set out your tasks for the day and you finish at 3 p.m. and not five, which, hey, wink, wink, that happens a lot when you stick to your schedule, you're gonna see that you're actually a lot happier. You don't need eight hours to do everything with less distractions and with some discipline. So that's a great thing to do. But it's also easy to overwork if you don't set up your plan because you might get two, three days worth of work done in one day because you feel like you're you know, on a roll and on top of the world. But the thing is, it's not about putting in that type of work every single day. Everyone has limits, even myself. You have to understand your own limits. And setting that schedule, that balance, it's going to help you understand what your limits are. Because if you stick to that 9 to 5 and you say, oh man, I'm done at 3 p.m. every day. Well, then you have two options. You can finish your day at 3 or you can go all the way through to 5 p.m. by doing those extra little things that could have been done tomorrow. So it's up to you. I'm not going to tell you how to live your life in that way. 
But I will tell you, if you stick to those three keys, you're guaranteed to have a good day and then that'll only turn a good day into a great one the more you do it. So again, the first key is all about planning your day and scheduling everything out. Outline those priorities so that you don't get into a rabbit hole or don't do anything that you don't need to do today. Step two, stick to that schedule. Eliminate those distractions, be honest with yourself, and press forward. Take breaks when you schedule them, and they should be often, anywhere from five minutes to half an hour to a whole hour. Use your discretion and be a responsible adult and get that done. Because at the end of the day, once you're done, you're reflecting on what you've done. You can feel great about what you've accomplished because you wrote out your plans, you wrote out your goals, and you can check off the majority each and every single day, which allows you to look into tomorrow with confidence, knowing that you've got things under control. There's nothing worse than waking up every day, not knowing what the heck you're going to do at work. You want to know what you're supposed to do, how to get there so that you can feel confident and press forward and then get that promotion too. So with that said, my party people, I'm Anderson, your host here at the Do More Podcast. You can always reach out to me at Anderson at DuranLearning.com or you can see me on Instagram at Do More with Duran if you'd like to drop any suggestions for another podcast episode or just want to talk about general life tips and success. I love hearing about your successes. So again, just reach out to me with anything positive. It fuels my day, fuels my fire, and I want to make sure that I can bring it right back to you. So with that said, my party people, stick to those three keys and find your success in working from home. I'm Anderson, and I hope you enjoyed your time listening to the Do More Podcast. Rock on, my party people. See you next time.